Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 501, features co-host Madeline Ray, news and notes, and an interview with the lovely Hazel Grace. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Jangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 501 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and joining me for this wonderful episode is your favorite cam model and content creator, fetish queen extraordinaire, she is the fungi femme fatale, the mushroom maiden, the caterpillar concubine, the buxom butterfly bombshell, the pantyhose and plant princess, the potato pimp, and the flora and fauna fork biter. She is, she is Madeline Ray. How you doing, my lovely friend? Listen, it was a fucking chicken tender on the fork. It wasn't a salad, okay? (laughs) As I said prior, I am practicing to mince the bones of my mortal enemies. Yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I get an amazing text yesterday (laughs) from the beautiful Madeline Ray, and she literally says, we're going to do some recording. Can we keep it short? Because I bit some silverware. Yeah, I, I don't know. I apparently the chicken wasn't good enough, and my mouth is like, "Give me metal." So I bit the fork, and then my tooth went pew. Ooh. But it's just—it's a teeny tiny little corner. Like you can't even tell. I had a hard time telling until I like moved my lips a certain way, yeah. and it's like kink. Yeah, it just keeps like ripping the inside of my lip, and I'm like. It hurts. <laughs> Ew. So do you have a GoFundMe or anything? Uh, I don't know. I might be out there with my, my hat turned out and okay. saying some poetry, you know, oh. doing some live performance art. That would be very nice. You have very well-trained dogs. I'm sure you could put on a show. Uh, yeah, as you saw earlier. Yeah, eat, Get the eat. fuck out of here! Yeah. Ah, stop eating the flowers! <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but beyond <laughs> all of that, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm preparing for the first frost, and I picked all of my beans, and I wish I would have brought them up here to show you how magnificent my bounty of beautiful beans is, because they're like... All of them are over 20 inches long. <laughs> oh, you got to take a picture of that. That's crazy. And I probably have about two and a half pounds of it. They're like in a giant um, like Christmas bag. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm distributing them. I'm going to have somebody pickle them for me and then somebody else that I promised a bevy of beans to. So <laughs> Very nice. Yes. <laughs> you are much like Mama Dangle. You have that green thumb 
where even if you don't want it to grow the way it does, it's going to anyway. Last year, Mama Dango had three, four plants of beans, and we ended up getting close to 50 pounds of of those plants they were at at one point they were over 30 foot long it was crazy so this year she's like i'm not doing that i am actually still sick of beans (laughs) i'm just gonna do some uh tomatoes and some little stuff and she ended up with like four or five plants of tomatoes and she got a couple bushels out of it like will you stop this please (laughs) <laughs> I don't none of the family likes vegetables this much. <laughs> See, and that's like cuz I stopped watering them at the beginning of October. Oh, okay. And they're just like here we come. Here we are. We're still coming. Look at us. One of them I picked and it broke because the the mastiff ran after me cuz I give him a bean every time I'm out in the garden cuz I have to like get rid of them. He right, loves the beans. Right, right. So I picked it and I measured it up against my leg and it was almost the full 36 inches from like heel to <laughs> to hip. <laughs> and he fucking swiped it and broke it in half. And I was like, ah, <laughs> you broke my bean. You broke my bean. <laughs> that holds a totally different connotation it in does. the adult industry. I mean, at least, never mind. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going <laughs> to do it. <sighs> yeah, so beans aplenty, winterizing the garden. I'm reading a lot. Ooh, okay. Finding time, laying in bed at night, reading, feeling good, going to bed at like 9 o'clock like an old fart. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. So, dear <laughs> pervert nation, what you can expect with this show is, of course, the lovely Madeline Ray, myself. We have some talk and probably not an article because we're going to get into a couple different things but we have a very rare double interview and i will explain that as it happens it is with the lovely hazel grace it's going to be a good time but when it comes to not getting sleep or getting too much sleep or being an old person i i want to get sleep as we record this Uh, I am still a couple of days out from going to Exotica, New Jersey, for those who aren't in the know. And I want to sleep, but I'm anticipating. Oh, no. Yeah, so I have... Simmer down, Dick. I can't. It's not my nature. I'm just excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) It drives me absolutely insane because I've always been this way minus maybe one or two events where i was so exhausted leading up to it i just slept Mm. but with this one i'm not sure why i'm anticipating it as much as i am uh beyond the lovely people at exotica giving me my press pass and me doing my general stuff like gauntlet interviews and just walking around and and being a, a fanboy as well I have uh, a couple surprises lined up, so uh, I'm sure anyone that follows me will already know this by the time this is released, but uh, I am in such good headspace right now that I'm kind of taking advantage of it, and it is making me anticipate this more, because I'm realizing as I get older that 
I need social. I Mm -hmm. need to be out with people. I need to meet people. And this is that opportunity, you know, every couple week, you know, a couple weekends every year where I Mm -hmm. can really dive into that. Do I leave exhausted? Of course. Mm -hmm. But it's become so ingrained in me to do this that I, I just I'm so looking forward to it. So does it feel Christmassy? Are you just yeah. like I can't wait to see what I open? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's because when it comes to Exotica DC, mm-hmm. uh I'm missing the Friday because I'm gonna be at a concert and then I'll roll in on Saturday and Sunday. Okay. But this one, because it is so big and there are people that go to New Jersey that don't do DC. It it just it has a different feel. And and I think a lot of it is it was my first convention, Exotica convention. And it's the one I've been to hands down the most. So gotcha. it, it it just kind of holds that that wonderful warm yeah. place in my that, brain. That sentimentality. You're like, oh, I'm going back. I'm going back home, baby. Yeah, that's exactly it. see daddy. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And all the mummies. And all the mummies. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a really good time. And we'll dive into that as the episodes progress before we actually get to the Exotica convention episodes. So when it comes to episode 500, I want to thank everybody who reached out to me said that they really enjoyed it and congratulated me and the entire crew on it it was so much fun to go back and listen to and record and we have some ideas so we're going to see what happens as uh, things progress to the end of this year and then into 2024 oh i can't believe i just said that but i was hoping to take A few weeks off, you know, bask in the glow of putting out so many episodes, take some time off, relax and enjoy myself. And it's as if thinking that puts energy out into the universe (laughs) and the universe goes, we're going to give you a little bit of work. In 10 days, I've recorded six interviews. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Universe is like, nah. (laughs) Nah. You need to keep this going right now. Right? Momentum, baby. Correct. need it. So I think I took a week off somewhere in that neighborhood, and then the shows start coming out again. But I can't really complain about that. But the one thing I'm going to complain about is when people reach a certain level of notoriety, I won't say fame, but notoriety. Perks tend to come with that. Okay. Not one person thought that episode 500 and getting here was momentous enough to become a groupie. Oh, fuck them. Go to hell. Come on. Just kidding. I love you guys. (laughs) Just... Put, your, put it out there. Don't be so reclusive. That's right. Let us get to know you. Right. Intimately. No one offered to put out. At all. At all. Not not, <sighs> not even kissy time. And it's rather disappointing. Well, what do we, what do we got to do? I don't know. We'll have to figure something out. Maybe I'll make a commercial. <laughs> either for 
social media or for the show. Make it like an infomercial, like the Slap Chop guy. <laughs> Very energetic and dramatic with a polo shirt. Mm, okay. I was thinking more <laughs> ASPCA, Sarah McLaughlin, really oh sad. Oh, my God. You're going the exact opposite side of the spectrum. I am a guilt-driven human being. Wow. Yeah. Can you just do the droopy voice overlay? <laughs> 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 just sleep with me anyway <laughs> yeah it was funny because i had uh, a few of my friends reach out to me like man after all this time you know you must have some uh what was the term they use super fans that you know they are dick dangle groupies and they are there to Make sure that Dick Dangle is happy and continues to put out great product. Nope. Nope. Man, what a world we live in. I think I was born too late. I think... Might have uh, been. I think I could have used these talents to become a radio disc jockey. Ooh. And, uh, you know, there was a time, even through... I would say the early 90s, maybe even mid-90s. Not quite the shock jock line, but, you know, more mm -hmm. of like the the hyper-personality-driven local DJ. They got action. I think that could have been my wheelhouse. And now look at you. Damn it. <laughs> so one piece of news that I need to bring up okay. is the... Fine, gentlemen at the Porn Stash podcast oh. had me on as a guest, and we did a show. It was a lot of fun. They're good humans and quick to laugh, quick-witted, very entertaining. And I hope everyone goes to find me on their show and check out their show. They do reviews of porn parodies when they can find them they do interviews with adult stars and uh they are just they're, they're good people as awesome. they say yes and uh i'm gonna just put it out here on the show madeline ray yes they were kind enough to ask me to ask you if you would like to be on a, a guest possible interview yeah, absolutely. I I don't I don't know, Dick. Have you locked it down? Am I only allowed to be on this show? Is there a contract I'm unaware of? <laughs> you signed Are you fire in... me? <laughs> you signed in blood. No. Uh I think I must have said it with a Dahlia D episode. If there are podcasts, news outlets, anything who listen to this show, Madeline Ray Dahlia D, anybody that's on this show is free to be interviewed or a guest on other shows. It builds the community and spreads the word for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I like that. Good job. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. But I Thanks get a, for letting me go. Yeah, I get a cut, though. <laughs> cut a what? My sandwich? <laughs> What are we getting out of this? Oh, we're going to speak. Oh, Speaking of group, we'll talk about it. What? Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure I honorably mention you. 
Uh, seven times. Yes, that will be in the contract. <laughs> just constantly name drop me like like I'm a, a, a fresh love into your life. Everything is so cute that he does. I got to bring it up. <laughs> What's your favorite thing in the world? Dick Dangle. <laughs> What's your favorite Dick Dangle? Dick Dangle. Dick Dangle. <laughs> Who's your inspiration? <laughs> My mom. I mean, Dick. Yeah. Dick. The dangling one. No, that's right. My mom. Is second. Dick Dangle is number one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. So Madeline, Ray. Uh -uh. Nope. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know what happens when you when you start a sentence like that. Okay, but we gotta keep this going, right? (laughs) That's right. It's it's the improv yes and. Okay. It, It can't be a no but. I'm sure that you have people in your life that may know about your career, but you don't really bring it up. So when you have those opportunities to bring it up, either within the community or in a safer space to do so, you kind of jump at the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you want to hear about what I had to do today? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you have to do today? Uh, well, I didn't. Actually, I don't have to do anything today. Wow. But the other day, mm-hmm. I had to dress like a super heroine, specifically Scarlet from G.I. Joe, and I had to try to cry and then pee myself. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> That's still super hot. Wow. Yeah, I've got a pretty good bladder, so it's like, oh, look, I pissed myself, and it won't stop. So uh, we're getting at that awkward phase, like it's gone on too long, uh, you know. So, yeah, it was a good time, though. It was something new that I usually don't get to do. You know, nobody really requests me pissing myself, but, yeah. Very interesting. I like the idea of Scarlet from G.I. How many do you see running around? Very few. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I kind of need to see a picture of this now. Uh, oh, I got it on here. Well, I okay. have the outfit. Do I have the stills pulled? I don't know. I might have the stills pulled. I don't know. I'd have to go clicking around on this damn computer. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Oh, I hear you. Oh, there you are. Almost threw it in the group chat between me, you, and Dahlia. I'm sure she wouldn't mind. <laughs> are you DMing you or texting? Uh, Twitter DMing it. Did it work? It did. Uh, it did. Uh, okay. I used to have boots that went along with it, but the boots delaminated. So they uh, were like, right. well, use some yellow socks. I was like, okay. Yeah, very nice. That works. Yep. Yeah. Adorable. <laughs> I went to, I know you're going to find this very surprising. Uh-oh. This sentence that's about to come out of my mouth. <laughs> I went to a gentleman's club. <laughs> <laughs> no way. There. Uh, okay. I was there to do an interview, but I went uh, a little bit early just to kind of hang out, have a good time, relax a little bit. And I've been there enough. Of course, this is Rick's Cabaret in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh. I was about to say, name drop it. Come on. Yes. <laughs> that just so many of the dancers recognize me. But mm-hmm. they usually know me just as the person that's there to do interviews and hang out. They know me. I'm I'm respectful and I'm kind and I tip. But 
it's business. Well, I went early yeah. enough where I could hang out, uh, see them on the different stages of the club, do a little bit more tipping than I normally do, talk to them. And a dancer who recognizes me uh, is on the sports bar stage. On the third floor, they have a little stage within the sports bar. And I'm the only one sitting there. Everyone else is kind of at the bar or at the high tops getting some food. And we're talking. She's like, you're the guy that does interviews. And I said, yeah. And we're talking. She goes, what's your name? And I said, Dick Dangle. She's oh, that's right. She goes, I, I remember that now. <laughs> so we're talking and having a good time. And she says, the performers that come into this club are always so nice. They come in, they tip, they talk, you know, they're, they're not divas. Mm -hmm. And they hang out and they put on a good show and they're just so friendly. I said, yeah, I said 99.9% .9 of the people I've met in this industry are just super sweet, kind with their time. And uh, it's it's been a joy. And she goes, it's kind of crazy considering what they do, like it can be pretty extreme. So when you see them just as a person and you're talking to them, you kind of forget. And I said, oh, the stuff that I have watched. <laughs> and, and she goes, I won't lie. I know them through the club, but I don't really watch a lot of porn because I dance and my line of work. I don't don't really need to. And I said, oh, my goodness. I, the, I So I open up with. Have you ever heard of Dread? And she said, no. And I said, well, he is a male porn star. And he has a penis that's basically my <laughs> forearm and hand. And she's like, you're kidding. So I'm like, absolutely not. So I pull it up on Twitter. And I show her some stills and some video of, of his work. And I said, you have to realize there are very petite women in this industry that are more than happy to take this monstrosity in the butt. Like it is crazy. <laughs> and and we're, we're having kind of like a, a shocked laugh about it. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, what else have you seen? And, but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> and I said, well, I think probably one of the most infamous modern scenes is Lee Raven and another performer whose name I, I still I haven't had a chance to look up. I can't remember it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's through Evil Angel and someone gapes their butt. Someone pours in milk, puts <gasps> in cereal, and they yeah. eat cereal. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, butt. yeah, yeah. Wait, isn't that another Ray? Isn't it Roxy Ray? Uh, let me because uh, there there is a another Ray out there. And every time I try to do DMCA stuff and like take down my pirated stuff, it's like Madeline Ray. And then it always gives me big gaping butt stuff. And I'm pretty sure it's a Roxy Ray, <laughs> but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. There could be somebody out there with another prolific butthole. Uh, there are many, many, there are many prolific buttholes. <laughs> yeah because that was always a thing i'm like looking for my bondage porn and then it's like butthole 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 and i'm like that's that's not that's not my butthole i, I need something else <laughs> <laughs> it's taken me way too long to find this so I'll, I'll have to have to bring it up in a future episode but have to check me on it <clears throat> yes so 
the dancer is shocked. <laughs> she's like, I, I mean, I need if you don't know, this. you don't know. That's right. She's like, I need to see this. I'm like, well, let me see what I can do. So I'm in the club and similar. I can't find the video like quickly. So I managed to find uh, just a still, just a photo of it, <laughs> emotional video and the shocked joy in her face. Cause I had a feeling she was probably like, he's making this up. But then when she sees it, I was the talk of the club all night to the point where I screen grabbed this photo and just had it so I could just pull it up really quick. Uh, uh, You're just flashing people the butthole with cereal in it. Correct. Bam. You want to see something? Bam. (laughs) (laughs) So before she was done on that stage, I said, there's also a scene with Holly Hendricks. It's an evil angel scene where, and I can't remember who she, she was with, but it was done with like hot dogs and mustard. Oh, mustard. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And she admitted, like, that was rather uncomfortable, but. Okay. I'm truth. Yes. It, I feel, it, it seems <laughs> like it would be a sensation. <laughs> <laughs> That's a word for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she laughed about that one, but the cereal one, that was the one that got her. Isn't it Fruit Loops? Uh, yes. Okay. I was about to say, I can, I can visualize, like, I. I I'm seeing it on my eyelids every time I blink. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for the rest of the night, I would be somewhere in the club. A dancer would walk up to me, and some knew me, some didn't. And they would say, "Hey, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. What's your name?" I said, "Dick Dangle." And they're like, oh, "I gotta see the video. I got show me the picture. I gotta see it." Oh my god! It, it, it made the rounds through the club so quickly, and. The person I was there to interview, you know, they did their sh- their feature show, and I'm meeting them afterwards to get an autograph, try to get a picture with them, and I was talking to dancers for so long that I missed them at their meet and greet and had to stay for the second show and the second meet oh and gosh. greet. <laughs> it, it was it was outrageous. It was so much fun. Well, that's good. Yeah. It, what's cool about it is it shows the dancers that didn't know me that I'm just kind of a cool, regular guy. Yeah, cool. Uh-uh. Well, <laughs> heavy quotes. Trust me. But for the dancers that knew me, it opened their eyes to me a little bit where yeah. it was like, okay, he might be a decent guy, but he has some dirty in him. That they didn't see before. And it definitely uh, led to, I think, some greater appreciation of me in that club. I have to ask, how do you not have a name tag yet or a lanyard with a little name card on it? Like, Or do you just like the mystery of it to make them come up and ask, who are you? What's your name? <laughs> Keep the conversation open. Interesting question. I mean, by now you should have a VIP badge to that place. I do have... I guess you could consider them VIP, but it's just cards that I have in my wallet. It's not like yeah. like a lanyard. I don't know. Maybe if you I... get a badge. Hmm. Flash the badge. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Like I'm undercover. Yeah. I usually have something with my brand or logo on, mm-hmm. like a, a, a 
pullover or a shirt. But you're right. I don't have anything that really stands out to kind of announce to people that I am who I am. I mean, maybe just get a big old crown. A crown. <laughs> and a scepter. With a big dildo <laughs> on the end of it. <laughs> Jewel encrusted or not. <laughs> just the balls. <laughs> We'll bedazzle the shit out of them. Right. <laughs> Nothing says a party like bedazzled balls. <laughs> so yeah, it was uh it was a fun night at the club, to say the least. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, You're I think I, I'm hoping that within this little toddling town of mine that the appreciation for who I am and what I do grows a little bit each time I go out. <laughs> well, keep flashing random buttholes at people. Yeah, you're going to be the talk of the town. Yeah, when you have uh, dairy-filled buttholes that oh are part <laughs> that are part of your complete breakfast on your phone. Yeah, that's uh, that's start yeah. handing out little boxes like the miniature boxes of breakfast cereal, specifically the Fruit Loops. <laughs> Feel like you need a snack. <laughs> I'm totally gonna buy some and take some to the club for the ones that came up to me. Oh, that you is should. so funny. I feel like I was thinking about you the other day. <laughs> that is tremendous. Oh my goodness. Well, my friend, I think it is time to talk a little bit about what the listeners are going to hear. Yeah. When it comes to my dual interview. So a little while back, uh, my good friend at Quick and Dirty Media and the wonderful people at Motor Bunny and myself came up with a collaborative effort to not only have content for me on this show, but content for Motor Bunny on their YouTube channel. Okay. And we came up with this idea, worked through it, and not only do I think it turned out well, but I think it's going to lead to some cool stuff in the future. So what we did was I took all of the gauntlet questions that I've ever asked, which is a lot. <laughs> I whittled them down to what I felt was like the best 50 and had the guest choose 10, just say, give me a number between 1 and 50. She gave me the number. I would ask that question. She would answer it, but she is on the Motor Bunny at the time. So oh, okay. for people who are unaware of what a Motor Bunny is and who they are, it is a saddle-shaped sex toy that has different attachments that go on top, and it is controlled either via app or a hand control, and you could control vibration rate and pattern. And it is quite the toy, may I say. <laughs> and we do the 10-question gauntlet style. We have a different name for it. You will hear it in the segment and it went really well, and we tried 
to do the interview with her on it as well. <laughs> and and I'm not going to lie, I felt kind of bad because that's a really long time yeah. to be on a toy. But I think it turned out really, really well. So thank you to Quick and Dirty Media and thank you to Motor Bunny for the opportunity. And hopefully this becomes something that grows and blossoms in the, you know, to your heart, Madeline Ray. Grows <laughs> and blossoms in the future and a lot more fun and exposure for all of us comes through it. I think it's going to be a good time. So my guest is Hazel Grace, an extremely lovely and friendly performer. Met her for the first time as we do this. So it was a lot of talk beforehand and a lot of setup and she was so much fun extremely personable and we had a really really good time with it and i recommend everybody check her out she is at i want hazel grace on x <laughs> sorry madeline twitter that's better oh i have a haha funny uh -oh. okay so on facebook when you go to share a post okay uh, our, our buddy over there, Zuckerberg, has not changed it to share to X. It's still share to Twitter with the bird icon. Oh, interesting. I saw it like two days ago and I was like, ah, this is excellent. Keep the feud. Long live the bird. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I highly recommend that you become one of Hazel's followers. She has a lot of them. As we record this, she's going to be at Exotica, New Jersey. So hopefully some listeners met her while they were out there. This is so much fun. So what you're going to get is the 10-question gauntlet, a commercial break, and then the interview in the second half. So good times had by all. Oh, dear Madeline, I had a great time. Thank you for letting me tell some stories having fun with me, going over some news and notes to get everybody caught up on this show. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. And if people want to see you as a G.I. Joe character, <laughs> amongst other characters that you play so well, where can they go to find it? Go to MadelineRay.com because I can't post most of that stuff on my Twitter without repercussion. What do you mean without <laughs> repercussion? Well, yeah, they'll put me in shadow band land and oh, be like, bitch, right. no, we're going to throttle everything that you love and hope to achieve. Mm. Yeah, so. I, I actually had my first, I don't want to say significant because I don't have a ton of followers, but I had my first noticeable drop. Uh, I lost like 100 out of nowhere. Was it like three days ago? Uh, right around there, yeah. Okay, yeah. There was a big like increase and then all of a sudden a purge because I lost about 900, I think, almost okay. 1,000. And I was like, am I back in the shadow ban jail? No, allegedly not. Yeah. So, yeah. it's It was something was going on yeah. over the last week. Yeah, maybe just a big bot sweep or something. Or he's making more to follow his account to make him look like the most popular person in the world. <laughs> Get my tinfoil hat. That's right. Yeah, conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> 
As for me, you can go to dickdangle.com or dangleitafterdark.com just for the show if you want to download it and not stream it. It, it has everything you need to know. If you want to email me, dick at dangleinafterdark.com is where you go to do so. Well, actually, that's the actual email address. You could do it through whatever server you have. But if you have articles or if you just want to chat or if you have a funny anecdote, let me know. Oh, my goodness. So, with all that being said... Thank you to everybody listening. Please enjoy the Quick and Dirty Media slash Motor Bunny slash Dick Dangle interview with Hazel Grace. Please take care of yourselves and the people around you. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Madeline Ray, like Hazel Grace, and all the amazing people that you have heard on the show over the years. Find something that feeds your soul. Do it as often as you possibly can. Stop true <laughs> stop chewing on silverware if you Shut can up, handle it. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Jingle on. <laughs> collaboration with motor bunny quick and dirty media and dangling after dark with dick dangle this is 10 pulsating questions i am here with hazel grace and are you ready to handle these questions my friend i am okay so what i need from you is to choose a number between 1 and 60, and that will be the question that I ask you. Please. Seven. Seven. What make, brand, or style of vehicle do you believe that everyone who drives it is a horrible driver? Um, a Nissan Altima. <laughs> that was extremely specific. <laughs> Have you had bad luck, like... Is it? Uh, have you had an accident with somebody that drove one? No, it was the first thing that came to mind because of memes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me another number. Um, uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four. Is there one non-sex class that you believe that you could teach? What would it be? Non-sex class? You mean like a, a subject? Correct. Um, history. Ooh, what is your favorite history thing to know about? Um, governmental history. No kidding. All right, give me a quick fact. Um, there are 535 members of of, of Congress. Am I going to have to fact? Exactly. Do, do I have to fact check that? No. Okay. There's 435 members of the House and 100 members of the Senate. You could literally be making all that up. I won't <laughs> All right, next number. Uh, four. How often do you disinfect your phone? Uh, probably, like, I try to every day, but probably once a week at least. Very good. You are in a very elite class of phone disinfectants. Yes. I will say yes. that. Do you see people that you go, you really need to disinfect your phone? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. see that all the time. Next number. Uh, Twelve. Have you ever been on set and saw a piece of furniture or decor and thought, I need to have that? Yes, multiple times, a lot of times. 
what is something that you pick up specifically? Is it beds? Is it couches? Is it wall art? It's usually art. Oh, okay. What What do you like art style wise? Um, <laughs> I like uh, let's. I like anything eccentric and like different. Just oh, different. Okay, yeah. I like usually it. pretty unique pieces. All right. Next number. Um. 18. What is something that you've had since you were a child and will never part with or something that you've gotten rid of from your childhood and repurchased? Mmm. 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 I haven't repurchased it yet, but I miss my, my Game Boy. My handheld Game Boy Nintendo. Oh, like one of the originals. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. So that means you are a Tetris queen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I am more than happy to have an event <laughs> where we play to see who wins. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Next question. Next number. 21. Are you someone that can't help but tell people something that you bought and got a great deal on? And if you are this type of person, give me your latest example. Um, yes, I am that kind of person. And, oh, I went to the sex store the other day and got, like, three or four new pieces for, I think, like, under $400. Oh, very nice. I like a thrifty sex shopper. Yeah. Next question. Give me a number. 28. (laughs) Have you ever gotten a speeding ticket or a traffic ticket? I have gotten both. (laughs) Okay, so what was the speeding ticket? How fast were you going? I've gone... They're always so nice to me, and they knock it down so that it's below the reckless amount. So technically, according to the ticket, I only wasn't doing 84. Holy smokes! In a what, 55? No, it was like a 70. Oh, okay. And if you're going like 85, it's like reckless. No kidding. So they gave me 84. Wow. I won't say what I was actually doing. I kind of need to know what you were actually doing. I can't. (laughs) incriminating <laughs> so what were your traffic tickets did you run some lights oh no i uh i got a rental car in new york which as an like an idiot and uh woke up to tickets almost every morning oh, on the car yeah. <laughs> all right give me another number um oh so, uh, wow this is 50 okay <laughs> that is a number that is a number. There are many ways to have uncomfortable sex. In a car, in a shower, on a stone kitchen counter. What is your least enjoyable place to have sex? Definitely like a, a hard, any hard surface really, like a counter or a desk. Is it just because it's tough on the knees and back? Yeah, it's just like every position gets uncomfortable after a while. Yeah, oh, 100%. That's why I don't do it. Give me your next number. 33. 33. What is a way that you say I love you without actually saying the words I love you? Um, I actually say I hate you. <laughs> and that usually means I really like this person. I love care for this person. So you're someone that likes to give little digs and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. is good to know. Good to know. <laughs> and your last number, please. Ah, 42. 42. What is one positive life effect that you discovered in becoming a sex worker? Um, 
an amazing support system and um, major mental health benefits like being able to pick your own schedule and um, decide what kind of work you want to do and uh, a lot to them but yeah very nice. Would you like to mention anybody in your inner circle that you've really come to love? Uh, Charlie Hart is my best friend ever. Oh, very, very nice. Well, thank you so much for taking some time to do this. I won't say that I hate you. I have to tell you that I love you because I'm that type of person. But it was wonderful <laughs> to spend these 10 questions with you. Thank you. This is Raya Sunshine, and you're listening to Danglin' After Dark with Dick Dangle. Mm, he's recovered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the pervert nation. Here he is, Dick Dangle. In collaboration with Motor Bunny, Quick and Dirty Media, and Danglin' After Dark with Dick Dangle, this is questions and quivers. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and my guest is a stunning performer who has more beauty and personality than should be allowed by law, and in a very short amount of time has made a lasting impression on the adult industry. She has worked for Adult Time, Bang Bros, Tushy, Hustler, Sweetheart Video, Reality Kings, Hustler, Brazzers, and many more, putting forth a sensual energy that is impossible to ignore. Then you have her own incredible content that has led her to a well-deserved Urban X Award nomination for Most Popular Content Creator Female. And the fun is just beginning. Her hazelnuts are going to lose their minds as I hang with the beautiful Hazel Grace. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing okay. How are you? I am doing phenomenal. Before we get started with our conversation, can you please tell everybody where they can find you online and on social media? Um, you can find all of my links at officialhazelgrace.com. Oh, very nice. All in one place. All in one place. Very well done. And I noticed that you just joined TikTok. How has that been going? Because that is a different world on that app. Um, pretty good. I already have 50,000 followers. So, smokes. Yeah. Wow. That it's is fun. Crazy. I'm having fun with it. I'm trying not to stress about it um, and just have fun with it and be silly. Oh, and that's what I think you should do. Yeah. That is nice. So as we record this, we are coming up on your birthday. So is it okay to give you an early birthday greeting? It is. It is. It you're, is. You're, do you want to not do it? Because is that bad luck? No, I mean, I don't know. Is it? If it's bad luck, then don't do it. Okay, I don't I know. I won't do it. I won't, <laughs> I won't say happy birthday early. Okay. So you are fresh from Exotica, Miami. How was yes. your convention weekend? It was amazing. It was wonderful. It's always a good time. Yeah. So how long have you been doing the convention circuit? I. It's been probably less than a year. Um, so I hit my first Chicago one this year. Um, but I plan to do it for the next couple of years to promote in melanin.com, which is my production company. I'm sorry. I'm having to readjust. <laughs> you are fine. Don't even worry about it. 
So we will definitely talk about your company in a little bit, but when it comes to conventions, are you a meet fans and chill at conventions? Do you do a lot of content shooting? Do you party like a rock star? What's your MO? It depends on the location and what's going on because there's some times where, okay, I'm not going to see this person again, so if I can't get a content trade, I will um, in. But um, usually I try to just chill and have a good time and party and rage, a little bit of everything. Now, when you meet performers, do you get excited or maybe even a little starstruck? Or can you be pretty professional when it comes to seeing someone you might want to collaborate with? I try to be professional, but I think I can come off as a fangirl sometimes. (laughs) Okay, so who is someone that you fangirled over lately? I still can't get used to Johnny Sins, and we're friends now. And I still can't get used to that. Yeah, Yeah, he's an awesome guy. I've met him. Oh, yeah. He's really cool. When you are at conventions, how do you approach people that you want to work with? Is it very professional? Is it kind of coy? Like, how do, how do you present your personality? Well, it depends on that person. If they don't come off as that kind of person, then, you know, I, I, I approach each person based on them, you know. And some people you can flirt with to get in the door, and some people you need to be a little bit more professional. Yeah. Now, when you were in Miami, you were interviewed by Marina Velmont for Naked News. Yes. And you've done a few podcasts lately as well. How do you approach being interviewed? Do you tone down yourself or are you just you? Because I know that I kind of have to turn my energy up a little bit because I'm pretty laid back. Uh, I was actually going to say it depends on the day and which me you're getting, really. Um, I try to give... Um, the bubbly me always usually comes out, but I, I uh, you know, I don't know. Depends on the day. Because I did the And Now We Drink podcast, and I was drunk. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I've gone on somewhere I was, you know, high. And so, you know, but I think uh, my personality always comes out, you know, no yeah. matter what. Shout out to Matt Slayer. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Matt Slayer. <laughs> and you come here and you get gummy bears. And I get gummy bears, Not yes. too bad. And a bunny. That's right. In a recent interview, actually, on the Anawi Drink, you talk about being a country music fan. Now, are you a fan of the older, better country or the more modern, less cool country? Wow. (laughs) I do like some of the modern country. My favorite artist, hands down, is Luke Combs. Okay. um, And he's pretty modern. Uh, But I like the old stuff. I like the Tennessee Ernie Ford. I love me some Wheeler Walker. I love me some... um, um, John uh, Montgomery. I love I love the old oldies too, um, but some of the new modern guys that sound old, like you got Zach Bryan, who's like a good mix, and I don't even know if he's country or alternative. But you've also got Coulter Wall and Ty, um, Tyler Childers, and, and they have that very very old distinguished voice, and their lyrics are not modern, and their music they're they're not pop, they're not new at all, um, but they are very new. Uh, but yeah. Very old souls. Yes. Yeah. Very nice. I liked your selection of artists, so you're okay in my Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So does this mean you're a big live music fan? I am, but I've never been to like a big concert, not like a huge concert. I catch little bands all the time. Oh, okay. All over. Yeah. Little live bands everywhere. Who's the last band that you saw? Um, I went and saw my friend JT Harker perform in California. He does country music. Very nice. Now, what other hobbies do you have beyond music? Um, anything outdoorsy, like hiking and kayaking and um, camping, fishing. I don't know how to hunt yet, but 
I, I have a ton of people that can help you with yeah. that. Not a problem at all. Does it, do you have your own kayak? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. Not yet. All right. Don't well, live near water yet. So. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll get you there. Yeah. We'll get you there. Now, also on that podcast, you said you like regular, if not a little chubby guys when it comes to your taste of men. So my question is, why are you so perfect? (laughs) (laughs) Let let me ask it a different way. So how can a man, say a chubby gentleman like myself, find their way into your heart? What do you look for in a potential partner? I have been saying lately, um, and I I just, just for consistency, (laughs) uh, confidence is number one. Like having a certain level of confidence is the number one thing. Okay. Yeah. I'll fake it as much as I possibly can. <laughs> but you've been in the industry for just... A beard doesn't hurt. Uh, oh, okay. I'll grow mine out. Sweet. Well, but I kind of got the country mustache working right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They tickle from what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> you've been in the industry for just a few years, and you've already worked for the best studios that the industry has to offer. How does having who you are as a person and professional and being in such demand feel? It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's work, but I chose this industry for a reason uh, because it doesn't feel like work ultimately. Um, but it, you know, being in demand is just a part of it, which is what I wanted and what I've been waiting for. And so, and I live for being busy. I'm a busy body. I'm one of those people that can just, uh, sorry, it's hard to concentrate. Um, you don't say that can, uh, that can just go and go and go for days and then sleep it off for two days and then keep going. Um, so yeah, I don't mind the work. I love meeting new people and meeting all the amazing people in my industry and some of the people that I've been uh, looking up to for a long time. So as much as it's work, it's always a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm enjoying the hell out of it and I hope it keeps going. Yeah. It's another reason I started my company. I never want to leave this industry. And so I built something that would give me a lasting legacy and allow me to continue to working in the industry, whether it be as a talent or a crew. Oh, very, very, very well said. I like that. Now, in the same realm, in shooting for so many companies, you've played a number of different roles. What do you enjoy playing the most? A production assistant because I'm a so I'm a submissive and I love I love doing that. It's a lot of fun because I've been the talent before, so I, I get what I it's. I think the talent prefers having a talent as the PA, you know, right? And then um, I also have been behind the camera, so the crew appreciates someone that has some a little bit of knowledge and experience. And so, uh, yeah, it's I love being a PA because you're kind of doing it's I don't know, it's yeah. fun. It's my favorite, Does and I get to show up in sweatpants. <laughs> I sometimes heels. I've shown up as a PA in heels, and they were looking at me like, you know, you're the PA today, right? Like, you're carrying uh, sandbags, like 60-pound. Like, yeah, I can do that in these shoes. Don't worry. I got it. <laughs> now, does this mean you want to maybe somewhere down the road do your own directing and producing? Uh, that is what I have in Melanin for. So that's my production company. Okay. Um, that is why I'm touring and, and doing all these podcasts and doing all these shows to get the word out. Oh, sorry. Focus. <laughs> <laughs> Focus. Um. To get the word out about my production company is my passion product project. It's called In Melanin. 
Um, that's inmelanin.com. Please go and sign up. Put your email in. Uh, sign up for our Twitter, our Instagram, our Reddit, and our Facebook. Once we hit 8,000 subscribers and followers on all of these platforms, we're going to launch. And I can't wait to show you guys all the projects that I've done over the years for you guys. So we only shoot women of color across the broad spectrum of brown. Um, our slogan is highlighting the beauty of brown. Um, and so we shoot, uh, like every race, Taiwanese, right? <laughs> I have, you know, I've got, uh, Asian, I've got black, I've got Filipino, um, uh, all of the rainbow of shades of melanin. Um, and we've got, um, an array of male talent. <laughs> um, and, uh, so yeah, that's, that's been fun and I really, really can't wait to launch it. But, uh, one day I hope for it to be as big as Playboy. That's, you know, I want to take it that route. And then I want to take my career more the Larry Flint route, the hustler route and be okay. more of a political activist once we get it all up and running. Um, uh, I do have a new site in the works, MailCastingCouch.com. So I do a lot. Of, I produce. I, I for when I first started in Melanin, I did everything, okay. every single job: writing, producing, directing, shooting, even sometimes, um, lighting, sound, everything, editing, everything on my own. And now I have writers and I have editors, and I've got um, looking to hire a content manager now. Um, and so I produce still and I direct still my scenes and that's a lot of fun. Um, with, I have this new one kind of mailcastingcouch.com. I say new because it just got a lot of traction on a recent podcast that I did. So I'm thinking of starting that one up sooner rather than later and I'll be directing those scenes. Um, so yeah. Wow. So was that basically the impetus behind you starting it is just to have a little bit more inclusion by people who maybe are overlooked by mainstream studios and melanin for sure definitely well i think that and also just if you really look at the numbers of things you've got about 500 to every hundred scenes when it comes to women of color versus white women or even just Latino women and not even to, you know, not to ruffle any feathers, right? right. But there's just a lot more of that content as compared to the other side. And I feel that there's a lot of people that are being left out when it comes to, you know, people wanting to jerk it, you know? Like, I've gone many a times to different sites typing in a specific thing I wanted to see and then black girl and you're not going to find that scene sometimes. Okay. And that just doesn't happen with other races. And so my main goal is to really even the odds and, you know, uh, fill up the, the vault and give an equal amount of options on both on both sides of the coin. Oh, that is fantastic. And I love just hearing that energy in your voice about it. I know you're going to absolutely kill it. And anything this little podcaster can do to help, do yeah. not be afraid to ask. Please go to inmelanin.com. Go to inmelanin.com. Tell everyone to go to inmelanin.com and please sign up. And that's all you can do. I, I would appreciate it. Yes. So how has uh, your sense of your own sexuality changed while you've been an adult? Do you enjoy things that you didn't before or maybe you weren't experienced in before entering the industry? Um, I've gotten to experience the things that I wanted to experience over the years um, while being in the industry. And, um, sorry. <laughs> um, let's see. Can you ask me that again? <laughs> no, you must remember it. No, I'm kidding. So how has your sexuality changed? Are there things that you now enjoy that you Oh, that, oh, yeah. I was going to say, I, I watch different porn now because okay. all my, fr I can't watch mainstream porn anymore because I know everyone and it's just kind of weird. 
Yeah. But I like amateur stuff now more than ever. Okay. Yeah. Are there people in the industry that you've become such good friends with that you can't shoot with them? I can't shoot with them? Yes. You don't have to name names, but... I don't think so. Okay. No. Right. No. I mean, there's friends that I'm such good friends with that when we go, like, we go to hang out to shoot, we just forget to shoot. Because oh. we're like, right? <laughs> That's cute. We make up for it eventually, but oh, like, course. like Charlie Hart, I mentioned earlier, my best friend. Uh, she's mostly like she does a little porn, but mostly uh, camming, and she's known as a cam girl for cam soda. But um, me and her, we hang out all the time, and we'll forget to shoot. Literally, like <laughs> I go over at ten o'clock, makeup done, like we're gonna do it today, yeah. and then we just end up tanning by the pool, talking, <laughs> doing I don't God knows what. <laughs> oh, funny. I saw your trailer for your scene in Adult Times Switch, and I wasn't sure if I liked it, so I watched the trailer like eight or nine times Mm -hmm. just to be sure. And in it, you work with quite the ensemble. It's Lena Lovings, Emma Rose, and Lauren Phillips. There's no way this doesn't get award nominations. Do you ever get caught up in the moment when you're working in a situation like that? I do not, and that day, honestly, I'm really starting and just now starting to embark on my real acting career in this, in this, in this role and in this career of mine, really embarking down that path. Um, And so for that day, I was so nervous. I really was nervous. Um, And uh, Lauren was so helpful. Her and Brie Mills were very, very helpful directing me step by step in in, uh, tone and deliverance of my my lines and everything. We get to the sex and I I know what I'm doing. I'm ready to go. I'm, you know, no problem at all. But that day, once I was just dying to get to the sex because I was honestly a little nervous. Um, and I hope that I, I hope that I'm not the one that tanks the scene because yeah, they are a, a, such an amazing lineup of women. Mm-hmm. Is that what you hope your progression is in the industry? You do more of these dialogue-driven acting roles and kind of get into the nuances of it. Yes. Oh, cool. Yes. Do you have a dream role like like a bad guy, like a mob boss, something like that? I recently heard that Axel Braun. Um, Retired. Yes. But my dream role would have been any role for Axel Braun. Okay. <laughs> so now you just have to invent one. <laughs> there we go. Now, as I mentioned, you received an Urban X Award nomination for Most Popular Content Creator Female. Congratulations. Thank on you that. very much. What was your reaction when you got the nomination? Like, were you paying attention to it or did someone be like, um, someone called me. Okay. Um, and told me to check, you know, my phone, and I checked, and I was like, oh, wow. And I was like, I mean, it's my first nomination ever. I don't even really know how to feel. <laughs> it's my first nomination ever. I'm honestly, obviously grateful and happy and proud, but I'm like, wow, yeah. wow, just wow. First of many, I have no doubt. Well, I hope so. I hope so. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't concentrate right now. Yeah. <laughs> So you have scenes on DVDs for a number of different studios. Being the young person that you are, are you someone that gets excited on being on or in physical media like DVDs? Because I'm kind of an older DVD gentleman. Yes, just like it's like having a Polaroid. Ooh, 
right? I like that. It's better to have a, a physical copy of something. So do you a have... A memory that the, lasts forever. Yes. Do you have a copy of the ones you've been in? I have had two fans purchase my movies for me and give them to me. So. Oh, very nice. I have magazines of me in them. Ooh, I have to get those myself. Now, also, for research, I checked out your Pornhub page, and you have... For research, of course. 100% for research. I did it very stoically. (laughs) And you have quite the variety of clips, including one titled, I Joined the Mile High Club. Yes. And you joined it solo, but (laughs) you did not hold back in joining it. Are you... Obviously, you like being outdoors, but are you a fan of outdoor and adventurous sex? Yeah, just the other day I shot another solo uh, in the Skyrise thing in Chicago. Oh, no kidding. Like, overlooking the city. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. So, if people had binoculars and were looking up, they would have got the greatest view. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Are you still with me? I am. Sorry. (laughs) I am. But yeah, no, they definitely would have been in for a show. I got lucky. I went in the middle of the day. No kids. It was, yeah. Oh, very well done. So one thing I really enjoy doing with my interview guests is combing through their social media and asking them questions about some of the posts that they have made. Are you willing to answer a couple of Twitter questions? Yes. All right. The first one I have for you, you released recently, and you said, I love a day of doing nothing. But you just said you're a busy body. Can you actually have a day where you do truly nothing? So um, I I genuinely think that was my assistant. (laughs) And she needs to get to know me better because I... I am a cry. I hate doing. Honestly, her. She's been forcing me lately to do nothing. That's maybe why she made that post. Um, she's forcing me to take a day off, and she's taken a lot off my plate. And she's forcing me to take a day off and do self care and just do nothing and not worry. And because that is not in my nature. Okay. It's not in my. <laughs> so, in doing nothing, what do you do? Do you watch TV? I. See, that's the thing about me. I don't watch TV because I don't watch anything new. Everything gives me anxiety. Oh, um, so I, I don't watch so anything. Much. I watch the same things over and over again. Like, because those are my comfort shows. I yep. have like my five or six shows that I can just rewatch the series over and over again. The Office being the main one. Oh. Absolutely love it. Um, obsessed. I go to the nude beach if I'm in Florida. Okay. Um, uh, or, yeah, I was going to say I can't not do. I'll, waste, I'll, I'll clean or something that day. I don't know. I just can't not do nothing. <laughs> All right. The next tweet I would like to ask you about, maybe you wrote, I don't know. The night is young, do some hoe shit. That was me. Okay. Because of your career being <laughs> sex work, how big a part is sex in your life away from the camera? I'm pretty, I'm a whore. Okay. <laughs> in real life. Okay. In real life. All right. So you, you can't turn it off. Yeah. It's pretty active. Oh, well, pretty active. I, I, uh, I'm more than happy to be a friend. <laughs> now, when it comes to that, how do you get people into your inner circle? Um, I don't know. Um, just 
What do you mean? Like strangers or like people, just like people in general into my inner circle? I just hang out with people. I invite people out. They come, they come. And, okay. Um, or people invite me out. And if I'm not busy, I come. And right. if I like that person. You know, it's like one of those things where if the energy's right, you kind of um, are magnetically drawn to each other and end up hanging out. with. You know how you meet some person one day and you don't understand how like six months later you're hanging out with this person every single day? Okay. Like how did it get to the point where I'm with you almost every day of my life? Right. You just don't know because you just have that. Right? Something's, yeah. All right. So that uh, leads to a follow-up question. What's the uh, what's the vibe here? What are you feeling? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what am I feeling? Um, well, you're definitely feeling something. What am I feeling? Right. <laughs> a lot right now. Well, I'll allow you to answer that question later. <laughs> I don't want to take up too much of your time. The next question, the next post I would like to ask you about. You wrote... What non-sexual act makes you horny? Now, I feel like that is a leading question for someone to ask you. So, if I may, what non-sexual act makes you horny? Definitely eye contact. Ah, all right. But it kind of falls in that flirty realm. Yeah, but it's not sexual. Okay. It's not sexual. It could be um, uh, construed as professional in some settings very true right okay. no it, but you know sometimes eye contact i like it yeah okay so when it comes to things like physical touch like the um those five rules of relationship stuff is that a big part for you of being physical touch and kind of being engaged um yeah okay yeah. all right so i'll stare at you for the rest of this <laughs> interview i'm kidding the next question you wrote I pegged this man not a long time ago, and I would love to do that again. Give me, gave me peghim.com flashbacks. Does this mean you are a switch or more dominant in your sexual energy? I am a, I want to say I'm a switch, but I'm honestly not that dominant. Okay, that's, I guess I can be yeah, that's in a sense, dominant. but even when I'm dominant, I'm, I'm very sweet and soft and... Okay kind of no i wouldn't say gentle but uh <laughs> you're the loving dog yes oh i like that very much i'm sorry give me just a second the last tweet i would like to ask you about you wrote having someone's head between my legs would make this an even better morning so i need you to teach some people what makes good oral sex? There are no rules. If you're looking for a rule, then you're doing it wrong. You need to go per person. Okay. Every girl likes it differently. And the rule is to communicate and ask her, do you like it soft and slow? Do you like more attention here or here? Do you want more tongue, less lips? Do you want, like, just ask her. Okay. Because she's my, she might not like what I like. Okay. Well, what do you like? I like soft, okay. slow tongue like passionate like kissing almost very nice okay good to know that is for your future collaborators yes oh very nice so what does the future hold for hazel grace is it more conventions shooting really ramping up in melanin what does the future hold for you the future holds more conventions um uh a tour until the end of the year um, 
the future holds a lot for in melanin the future holds me launching my two or three or four production companies that i have in the works um the future holds a lot i will be the next hugh hefner slash larry flint i'll be a good mix of the two. Oh, i absolutely love it and i would not doubt you doing that for a second you have the energy you have the personality you have the drive and i cannot wait to see what the the future holds for you Thank you so much. Absolutely. So one more time before I let you go, please tell everybody where they can find you online and on social media. Official. 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 Not three times, just one time. But the word (laughs) official, hazelgrace.com. Very nice. So once again, thank you so much for being on, and I can't wait to see you again. You too. Thanks.